Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins and was raised to life for our salvation. On behalf of the Swedenberg family, we want to welcome you to this memorial service in honor of Mr. Billy. Billy uh, was a husband, a father, a grandfather, and a friend to us all. We come to say goodbye temporarily until we meet again at Christ's return and to receive comfort from our great God. The Apostle Paul tells us he does not want us to be uninformed about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. So let us not sorrow as those without hope, but rather let us take hold of the gospel promises and look with confidence in the face of Jesus Christ. Our call to worship comes from Psalm 16, verses 7 to 10. Hear, the, hear these words from the psalmist David. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because He is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption." you'll please join with me in prayer. Our Father, merciful and gracious, full of compassion, we come to you in this time of grief. Stir our faith to know the sweet and the precious promises that are ours in Christ, to know that He is the resurrection and the life, that all who believe in Him, though they may die, they shall live through the resurrection of the dead. We ask that you, by the work of your Holy Spirit, who is the great comforter, will bring comfort to Miss Bess, to her children, to her grandchildren, to all who are gathered here today, family and friends. Help us all to know that your Son came to die and to rise again victorious over the grave on the third day for us and for our salvation. Help us to know that death has no power over us. We pray this in the name of our glorious God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to read a, sh a short section of God's Word from Psalm 116, verses 15 to 17. <clears throat> Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. O Lord, I am Your servant. I am Your servant, the son of Your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving, 
and call on the name of the Lord. One of the first men that I got to know when I moved to Columbus was Mr. Billy Swedenberg. Uh, a few weeks before my family moved to Columbus, I had the, the privilege and the honor of spending several nights in the Honey House. And uh, I got spoiled real quick. Uh, I started to think that this is how everybody in Columbus is, uh, with the kind and sweet hospitality of Mr. Billy and Miss Bess. Billy and I, we hit it off from the start. He loved, even that, that first weekend, he loved showing me his projects. And I know most of you have experienced that side of Billy as well. Uh, the antiques that he had restored in the honey house. And uh, my kids and most kids' favorite when they were there was that slot machine. He introduced them to gambling at an early age. So um, in some ways, I'm glad he, um, uh, Miss Bess, We'll always remember that when we deal with these problems later in their life. <laughs> His woodworking projects, uh, remember these tables he built out of this stump for each of his children, and uh, he loved to, to show those things off. The smoker that he made and that he used to smoke ribs and chicken for church events and I know uh, family events as well. He was a master craftsman. He really was. Just talking to some people this week about different projects. Um, Shirley Swope telling me about this tree planter he made that attaches to a tractor. Uh, he had saw it and decided, why, why spend all that money? I'll just make one as you do. Uh, a natural engineer who could fix just about anything he set his mind to. But what always struck me about Mr. Billy is his humility. He was very gifted, but you would never know that. He was a, a humble man, a man with a servant's heart like his Savior, a man who deeply loved and cherished his wife, his children, his grandchildren, all of his family, and his friends. He, he will be missed. He'll be missed by this church as well. There is a hole in the Swedenberg family. Your hearts are hurting. You need to grieve. The Apostle Paul tells us that we are to grieve. Jesus sets an example before us at Lazarus' death. He weeps with Martha and Mary. We are to grieve. But the issue for us is how we grieve. We're not to grieve as those without hope. As Christians, death is bittersweet. It's bitter for the living, but it's sweet for Billy. And we need to think about that and talk about that this morning. Paul says, to die is gain. He says, my desire is to depart and be with Christ. And that means to, to depart this world and be with Christ, for that is far better. And that led me to this psalm. The psalmist tells us that those who die are precious in the sight of the Lord. And I want to comfort you with these words, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. Now, the first thing is that the psalmist doesn't skirt around the, the harsh reality, the hard reality, the difficult, painful reality of death. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death 
of his saints. It's an unexpected statement. It doesn't, it's kind of jarring. It doesn't seem right. Precious is death? Why or how would death be precious? Especially when we think of the significance and the teaching of the theme of death in the Bible. Death is, is a painful and a constant reminder of sin and its consequences. God told Adam, if you eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, basically if you do something that I've asked you not to do, if you sin, then you will surely die. <clears throat> Death is a reminder that Mr. Billy, like all of us who are seated here today, was also a sinner. And we need to be uh, unashamed to say that. He would have been unashamed to admit that and to accept that. Sin, it corrupts and it corrodes the pristine beauty of the image of God in us that we received at, at creation. Now let me be honest, it, it was hard to say that about Billy. It's hard to think. I, 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 it seems like there wasn't a, a bad bone in his body, and I'm sure most of you felt that way. But the Scripture says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And death is a, a reminder of that. Billy knew it. He repented of his sin and he put his trust in Jesus Christ for salvation. And that is extremely good news for us today. A few weeks before Billy's death, I'd been visiting him over the last several months. Uh, and uh, he, he struggled. Uh, most of the time I saw him in a recliner chair in his living room. And uh, for a while there he was really cold and needed to warm up. He lacked energy. But one day, <clears throat> probably two, two and a half weeks ago, he got out of the chair. Didn't say anything to me. He was like, come on, let's go. Okay, what do you say? Do what, he, do what the man asks. We got in his golf cart. We took a little drive, about 50 feet to that metal shed next door to their house. I think uh, the family may affectionately call it the toy box. He wanted to show me something that he was extremely proud of. It was a, a 1971 Sidewinder ski boat, a sleek, beautiful machine. Uh, to be honest, it reminded me of something you'd see in a James Bond movie. You know, those sleek little flat, low-profile boats that are scooting through the water and being shot at? Well, that, that's what it reminded me of. And it was, it was beautiful. The boat was originally owned by uh, Billy and, I think, Doug shared in, in that possession of that boat. But at some point uh, along the line, they sold it. And, I don't know, several years back, uh, Billy was thinking about that boat and, and thought he might like to, to get it back. Uh, Miss Bess fortunately knew the person who owned it, and, and they found that boat again. It was left outside in the elements, neglected, the interior, as you can imagine, being in the Mississippi sun for many, many years. Uh, it was deteriorating, falling apart. Uh, it was in, in bad shape. 
until Mr. Billy decided to buy it back and restore it to its original beauty. He stripped it down completely. According to Miss Bess, there wasn't a screw left in that boat when he stripped it down. And then he rebuilt it. And he fixed all of the problems that existed in it, had it painted by uh, professional uh, painters. A slow, a methodical, but with Billy, uh, a project that he invested his time and energy, and I think his love into as well, although he probably wouldn't put it that way. Um, he was proud of it, and he wanted to show it off. How many of you did he show the boat to? Lots of you. You know, and, and maybe not the boat, but some project. Um, we've got a couple of pieces of furniture in our house that will be cherished now because they were built by Billy Swedenberg. And that story reminds me of what God must be thinking about in Psalm 116. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. Like Mr. Billy, God is a craftsman and He delights in the restoration of something that He possessed originally and it decayed and it got on bad, bad time and deteriorated, uh, lost its luster. And that's human beings. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. You see, <clears throat> Billy was a, a, a craft, a project of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Jesus has done a double work in this heart and soul of Mr. Billy and, and anyone who receives Him and believes in Him as their Lord and their Savior. And that double work is one of cleansing and one of clothing. He cleansed Billy from the filth of his sin by washing him with the precious blood of Christ. Jesus paid a, a price, a dear price, for Mr. Billy and for all of his children. And not only does He cleanse us from the filth of our sin, then He clothes us in the righteous garments of Christ, taking away our, our shame, making us acceptable in His sight. Now, do you think Billy would be excited to show you that boat right after he got it back? You think he wanted to, did anybody, did he say, hey, let me show you what I'm working on? No, he wanted to show it to you after he had done the work of restoration on it. Death is when God puts the finishing touches on His project of salvation. He fully justifies us before our death at that moment we believe. He begins the work of sanctification, making us more like Christ day by day. But it isn't quite complete. There's still a remnant of sin that is left in us according to Scripture. Death is that last step before glorification. And I want to read to you what our confession of faith says is it echoes Scripture. What happens to us at death? Well, listen to this. The souls of the righteous 
after death are made perfect in holiness and behold the face of God in light and glory. The death of the saints is precious to the Lord because it leads to the unveiling of the completion of His project. Billy has arrived into the New Jerusalem. He is now in the assembly of the spirits of the righteous made perfect. And you know, I think, Mr. Billy, in a, a weak and a feeble state, wanted to show me that boat. And I think of how the saints in glory, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, when He was brought, when, when He passed through death, how they rejoiced with pride to look at the completion of their project. And I want you to think about that and let that encourage and comfort you. I'm going to leave you with these words because I think it gives us a, a little glimpse of what that may have looked like. And I've already read this with Miss Bess and, and some of her daughters, uh, so they've heard it, but I'll read it again. It comes from Zephaniah chapter 3. The author of Zephaniah says, Sing aloud, O daughters of Zion, shout, O Israel, rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughters of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with His love. He will exult over you with loud singing. That's how God receives the saints at death who are precious, dear to Him. Let us pray. Oh, Father, we thank You for Your Word. And we thank You for the completed work on the soul of Mr. B Billy Swedenberg. We thank You that he has been perfected in righteousness. His work of sanctification has reached completion. He is now in Your midst, in Your presence, as one who is precious in Your sight. And I pray that You would grant us as hearers today faith, as those who are still in the world of the living, grant us faith to believe what Your Word says, so that we can grieve as those who have much hope. May this be the sweetness to our bitter, we pray. In Christ's glorious name, Amen.